like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. Right now, we're in the middle of a series called, uh, where we're, sorry, where we're looking at our old guard history. Now, we realize that uh, the people back then did not call themselves old guard. They didn't use that terminology to describe themselves. But looking back, that's the name that we give to them. And Master John Wheel's Leatherman's Protocol Handbook is definitely a controversial work. Uh, many of his peers claim that the book is askew. Some claim that the things that he states as facts are fabrication. We have the book in our library. We've, we've read it. And along with most of the books discussing that old guard era, we've, we've read a lot of them and pieces of a lot of them. And... Uh, we simply don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. So let's look at the parts of Leatherman's Protocol Handbook that we can use to help us piece together an image of this puzzle that we consider old guard history. Quoting Leatherman's Protocol Handbook and Master John, he says, I know famous Leatherman who will uh, say that old guard today is just the way things were then. Others say it's a myth. There was no one way things were done. And this is, for the most part, true. I can understand that theory, and I can agree to it somewhat. But I must say it wasn't a myth, and certainly wasn't to me. Quoting Master John, there were some basics that were pretty much followed by most of the groups, most of the clubs, most of the tribes. Some of the forms are genuine and have history but they never had the kind of universal acceptance and weight they are given in memory. And Master John says that's not a problem. If inventing a way of life that is loosely based on the behaviors of the old guard results in a myth that can breathe and have value in the lives of Leathermen today, let it happen. Master John says, personally, I can be very nostalgic for the rigid, strict simplicity of the small, tight network groups of BDSM men that he first came to know. He says, I liked the freedom that came from everyone knowing all we needed to know about everyone. The fellowship they observed, the, their mannerisms and attitudes, the forms of respect they used. I liked the signs and displays of submission. I enjoyed the three S's of old guard, strictness, structure, and stability, as well as the easy acceptance of those special men. But these are all now, or these are all part of the now, the nearly lost side, the traditional men known as the old guard. Master John says, I truly live this life and can tell you uh, of my life over the past 42 years, be it old guard to you or just an old man's memory of the way things were, it truly was a way of life that's lost. Dominance was and is power and authority. 
the ability to inspire to inspire the compliance of others with the master's or sir's desires was and is a true talent. Such power and authority was unquestionably part of the real world and still is today. There was no reason culturally, socially, or otherwise why masters and sirs and their boy or submissive or slave was not able to retain the real essence of their relationship while fully, fully immersed in this real world. Master John says, I did and still believe this can be done today. Yes, it takes work and practice along with routines, but it can truly happen producing a wonderful life. And we're not going to go through all of Master John's uh, protocols and uh, uh, in his book, he goes through low protocol and high protocol and different types of rules and protocols, different types of hierarchy as well. And those are the parts we're going to skip. Um, we believe that there's probably some better books out there um, for that today. You can look at Robert, Robert Rubel's books on um, protocol for a leather slave. And um, um, and you can, there's just, we've done some work on protocol, and protocol is um, highly personalized as well. It's something that is relative to uh, the individualized relationship and what's needed and necessary. It also sometimes has to do with the different events, uh, the different local communities that, that have different like high protocol events. There'll be certain rules and certain structure that is necessary to attend and be part of those communities. And so, you know, we're not going to look at some type of universal or old guard protocols. We have done that in the past on our uh, in our private group, and those resources are there and posted from this book. But um, like I said, we didn't. We, we're not going to go there in uh, in this podcast. Uh, this is really going to kind of end our time with this book. We have other books as well um, uh, that uh, inform us of this, uh, of other parts of uh, this old guard history. And but we definitely want to give a shout out to Master John Wheel, thanking him for his contribution, uh, for bringing together his perspective. And even though his work is seen as controversial and uh, maybe some things uh, people have a problem with, um, we, we don't want to throw out that baby with the bathwater. We, we think that this book um, adds a, um, uh, a lot of value and brings a contribution uh, because all we're doing is we're putting together a puzzle. That's what history is. As we've said before, um, nobody in our lifestyle uh, thought we needed a historian, at least not in the beginning. And so a lot of history went unwritten. A lot of history was just lived. It was, and that's what history is. A lot of it's just lived. And um, there, uh, you know, when you're when you're getting together with friends and you're um, you're doing kinky play, you're not thinking, hey, maybe we should write this all down. Maybe somebody in the future will want to read about what we're doing today. And so um, so what we're left with is um, uh, we're left with a 
Um, just like when you're putting together a puzzle, we're left with pieces. And so you start to put the pieces together and you fit them together the best that you can. And maybe there's some pieces missing. But, but with a puzzle, when you put it together, um, what's printed on the front of those pieces is a, a portion of an image of a complete picture. And so hopefully we can get enough of the pieces of the puzzle together. And I, I believe we, we have been able to. Um, there is enough written and enough, uh, enough people that were um, alive during that time who have done excellent works all together. And Master John brings his pieces to that puzzle. And I believe that we have a pretty good image of that time of what we consider old guard. So we have a puzzle, it's an incomplete puzzle, but we have enough pieces together that we can see what old guard was, what those traditions were, and then that helps inform us today. Traditions help, inf uh, help inform us today because they, we don't wanna do things that disrespect or redefine um, those things that were already put together because they put together a pretty great thing. Uh, we've done in the past a series on the acronym BDSM and what's involved in bondage and discipline and sadism and masochism and how that uh, that power exchange really, <clears throat> sorry, that power exchange really changed. Uh, it was like the really missing piece to what this lifestyle we have today. And so when you add power exchange with kinky S&M play and you put them together, you really get BDSM today. And so... As we're going forward in our lives and living our lives, while we can definitely tailor things to suit our own personal relationship styles and what works for us in our own personal dynamics, as a community and as a culture, we really do have a long, rich history. And it really did inform uh, and it really does set some community and cultural standards. Um, so we definitely want to... Um, you know, we have words that have meanings and, and, and we have things that have definition and have, uh, have almost a universal acceptance. And we definitely don't want to try to redefine and change all of those things. We can look for traditions, look to our traditions to, uh, to, to see the framework of, what was built and what has worked for a lot of years. We're well over 80 years of BDSM history, and a lot of this stuff works really well. A lot of this traditional things work really good. And so you don't want to change what's working really good. A lot of times when you bring changes, like when we added computers to the mix, uh, computers brought both positive and some negative changes. Uh, the, the whole internet. And uh, so we definitely want, anytime you bring uh, significant change to our culture, to our BDSM culture, then you're, it, it will have some positive effects, but we can't ignore the negative consequences either. And so that's why we tend to like to look back and be more traditional in every way that we can because they've worked out a lot of the bugs in the system. And it works really well. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast as we've tried to put piece together the puzzle that is Old Guard history. 
Uh, you can find all of our resources at BDSM United at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy speaking with you today. I love looking at our history. I love looking at all of the different pieces, and we'll definitely try to do more of it in the future. It was a joy speaking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon.